On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, Philadelphia adds a new member to the team. That is Montrez Harrell. Well, coming up next, we talk about why this was a good move for the Philadelphia 76ers late in the free agent game so close to the start of training camp. We'll do that next right here, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome, you are locked on 76ers. I'm Devon Givens from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia, alongside my co hosts and partners, always from the inquire.com, Sixers beat writer Keith Pompey. Keith. What's happening, man? How was your holiday weekend? It was great, man. It was relaxing. Just relaxing. How was yours? Oh, it was pretty good, man. No complaints. Relaxing, as you mentioned. Uh, didn't do much. Got that extra day off. So that was pretty cool, man. So, But good to be back as we have a little bit of Sixers news to talk about. Before we get started, we want to thank everybody for making Locked On 76ers. Your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube right here on Locked On 76 as well. Keith, we discussed him last week once his legal matter was uh, taken care of uh, with Montrez Harrell, the free agent big man, uh, one of the better names that was still out there and available as a free agent, uh, having some legal troubles earlier in the summer before free agency got underway. Uh, it was one of those deals where at the, in the moment, you're like, dude, what are you doing? You're going to be a hot commodity on the free agent market. Uh, why put yourself in this position uh, like he did? But uh, as things went down last week in, in court, uh, had the uh, felony charge dropped to a misdemeanor, especially if he stays basically out of the way of any trouble for 12 months. We talked about would the 76ers uh, be in the best interest of taking a look at him at this time? And I, I, I thought when we discussed it that, yes, if they felt comfortable with all of that, it would be a pretty good move, not just because of the talent level, but also, as you mentioned during the conversation that we had, uh, the familiarity with so many people on the roster from Rivers, Coach Rivers, to Tobias Harris, James Harden, some of these players, those players that he played with in Los Angeles and Houston, that it made sense. And according to Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, Keith, $5.2 million, two-year deal, second year as a player option, this seemed to make too much sense for this team right now. Yeah, I mean, it makes a lot. Like basically, what he is is they got him on the on the veteran minimum, with you know, and and you know, two years thing, but as a player option, so it's a win win for the Sixers and for him. I, here's the thing: I, I look at it like, you know, I understand what he did, and and people are going to say, you know, talk about that. But I mean, as as to follow up what you said, the Sixers wouldn't be in position to get this guy if it wasn't for that. On you know, I hate to say it, but it is what it is. He fell to their lap. And when you look at him, you know, I understand that it didn't work out for him in the Lakers. It didn't really work out with him with Washington. And then he went to Charlotte and 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 then we know what happened. But we're talking about a guy who's gonna come in here as a backup center for Joel Embiid. And if he can give you half of what he did or just bring that energy that he know we know he's gonna play with. It's going to help the Sixers. It's going to it's going to help them from a mentality standpoint. Um, he's a fierce guy. 
and he's a competitor, right? So I believe that, you know, the people in Philadelphia, the fans are going to love him because he's a highlight waiting, you know, running the court, getting lobs and dunking it and blocking shots and things like that. So I, I think that's a good fit for the 76ers. But, you know, I also think that, and I, and I hate to say it, but the Sixers tend to be a little fortunate just because of the things that he went through. Now, not to saying that he was going to burn up a lot of money in free agency, but they got him for the minimum. And it's a great situation for him because when you look at it, he'll come here, he'll ball out, he'll do whatever he can. And then guess what was in line? If you play well and if you play and show people that, um, you you know, you can stay out of trouble. Um, you, you handle the business that you have to handle. And then what's going to happen is they're going to forget about it. And then you become a free agent next year and you can make more money. Not saying he's going to get max money, but he's going probably going to get way more money than the minimum. You know, I look at this, as you said, a win win. Um, he was in a position because of those legal issues and so late in the game where he had to make a smart business decision on this one, not just a financial decision for him because it wasn't there right now. So for him playing on a championship contending team like the 76ers are, even if it's there on that second tier uh, behind Milwaukee and Boston, they are still very good. And he helps himself out by playing on a team like this, playing with someone he's familiar with and James Harden can get him those opportunities. Even if he's running with the second team and Tyrese Maxey is running it or De'Anthony Melton is running the squad, uh, more particular Melton can set him up a little bit more to, to have some opportunity to have some success. As you said, he's a fierce competitor. He's going to go out there and he's going to bang the boards. Maybe not as good as DeAndre Drummond or even Dwight Howard, but he does hit the glass, which is something that you know you're going to need. 11 points per game with Charlotte last year, I believe close to five rebounds uh, during his time on the floor to there so he can still score and that's the one thing that the other two couldn't necessarily do was score the basketball uh so so frequently uh he's just not as big or defensively he's not as, as strong as them but he he's not a turnstile he can play so as far as two-way ability goes uh this this is a, a good idea and as far as some of the other options that were still there from Dwight Howard uh, um, Hassan Whiteside DeMarcus Cousins, this was probably the best one. Once he got all that stuff situated, this was probably the best one. And it just made a lot of sense for them to go out there and do it. He's going to uh, – I would like to see maybe even sometimes, Keith, uh, could he throw him out there with Embiid on specific lineups just for a few minutes, uh, depending on what the four-man looks like on the opposing team and how that may look on, on the floor, uh, just seeing those two big dudes – out there where it's not it's not clunky because you know they can both move and how that might fare as a again just as for a few minutes it's not an hour for situation where it's 30 plus minutes a game with those two guys on the floor together it, it's more of situational where doc rivers can can go and find minutes for those two based on what the lineup is with the opposing team so so i really like this move and i know it may not be as popular for a lot of people uh and that's something we're going to get into next with because of what it now means for Paul Reed and Charles Bassey. We'll dive into that next uh, right here on Locked On 76ers. But first, I got to tell you, uh, the good people at Built Bar, they're back. They never really went away. If you are a fan of Built Bar, you know how good they are and have been as we've talked about them for the last few months uh, so much and discussing 
how good they are and trying the built bar puffs and if you haven't tried them yet how you're depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys and guess what there's a new flavor ready delicious indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate that's right built they've done it again let me introduce you to the new flavor cookie dough chunk puffs have a light and check chewy texture real cookie dough chunks and of course they're covered in 100 real chocolate i know that's one of the favorites for you people it's still there all of the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it plus it's healthy for you as you get ready to uh, be inside a little bit more because of the fall and then of course winter we got you covered as far as your health goes the puffs are only 160 calories and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them like all built bars the new cookie dough chunk puffs again 100 real chocolate so that means they're healthy and tasty if you want to make sure you keep a box for yourself and your family it's a treat for you your kids as they go to school you as you run to your you from your dorm uh, to your class you can find a really good hiding spot of course of yourself if you want to keep them and hoard them and, and not give them away they're very very convenient for everybody you're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff whether you need a snack for your workout as i mentioned a late night treat running to your class quick bite built is a perfect protein bar and they taste better than a candy bar just the calories fat and sugar grab yourself a built bar go to built.com use promo code locked on 15 and get 15 percent off your first order use promo code lock 15. do it today locked on 15. do it today people do it today built they're back september you know what it is make sure you're all straight keeping that weight off like you did all summer by using <laughs> all right thank you for making locked on 76 is your first listen for your next listen check out the locked on now podcast for nightly recaps of every nba game with analysis from our local experts it's free and available wherever you get your podcast keith with the addition of montrez harrell maybe this means uh less minutes for once again paul reed and to a lesser extent, Charles Bassey. The only reason I say that for Bassey is because even by making a move last year and dealing Andre Drummond in the Ben Simmons deal, Bassey never saw the floor. It was only Paul Reed. So I guess maybe focusing more on Paul Reed and what this now means for him and, and why it may have some fans a little upset by acquiring, which I think is a good move, which you think is a good move here, acquiring Montrezl Harrell and taking some minutes away from Paul Reed. Yeah, um, you know, the, the thing is, you know, when I look at Paul Reed, I don't I don't look at him as a center. I, I know he played center. He was a backup at, at times and this and that. I agree with but, you. But I always looked at him as, as being out of position, right? I mean, think about it. There were games where um, I think where he had some of his more most impactful games uh, were on a defensive end while guarding wings. I mean, think about when he guarded DeMar DeRozan and and against the Bulls and, and it, the game was in Chicago. DeMar, you know, got his points, but he but his percentage was awful. Like, you know, what I mean, he made him work like he literally made the guy work. So when I look at Paul Reed, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I get it. You get in where you fit in, so to speak. Um, but to me, I, I, I think that he's going to be better utilized as a as a, a four off the bench. Unfortunately, right about now, maybe a specialist off the bench. Hey, look, Paul, we need you to come in here, lock somebody down, D him down, do what you got to do. This summer, when he played in the summer league, he wasn't playing the center spot. 
he was playing the four and he showed what he could do. He excelled that way. So, you know, yes, it is going to impact it somewhat because everybody assumed that he was going to be the backup center, but everybody also said that they needed to go out there and get a more experienced backup center. But even with that being said, I, I, I kind of think that if you're good enough and you keep playing, you're going to find your way on the, on, 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 on the floor. If not, you can hope and pray that you can find your way on another team, you know, get traded. But yeah, it, it, it should, because when you look at it now, it's not that he's really competing with um, Montrez Harrell. The guys that he's competing with minutes with are um, PJ Tucker, uh, George Niang, and Tobias Harris, if you really want to keep it that way, because I feel like he's more of a power forward than a center. I, I, I agree with you. I think his future is more as a four man in, in this league. Yes, he can give you some minutes because things teams do go small and he can he can provide some of those minutes at, at the five. But I agree with you. I think most of it, it will be at the four and then spelling Tobias Harris, giving George Niang a breather. He might have a better. Let's go to the to the Toronto series early on in the year where they go back to back with them, where George Niang had some struggles. And um, maybe it was the injury, but it was maybe also because they're so so long and athletic and so fleet of foot that you know George can keep up, but so much. And Paul Reed able to move and slide his feet a little bit better in those defensive positions to, to do that. So I, I look at that's where I look at. It. I look at it that way. And, and, and I think that he'll play a lot more four minutes and he'll find his way. It's not a problem to, to have uh, somebody like Montrez Harrell to actually push, you know, younger players like Bassey and Reed and, and helping them out and, you know, not making sure that it's, it's not easy that they find their way. And as you said, if, you, if you're good enough, if you've done enough work in the offseason, you'll find your way on the floor. And if the coach has, coach recognizes it and he looks over to Dave Yeager and looks over to Sam Cassell, says, hey, man, you see, Reed, we got to find some way to get him on the floor. And, and that's, where, that's where things go. I don't think it's a bad thing as Doc Rivers has to figure it out. Now, he has to figure it out. This is his job. When some, If you see young players – uh, doing some good things and, and and making some progress from where they may not have made that from year one to two, but they're making it from two to three, then yeah, you're going to have to find some way to get them on the floor and, and see if they can contribute to this team as a specialist. As you mentioned, there are a lot of players on this team that can help this basketball team out, pick up wins, and of course help them in the seedings and the Eastern Conference while they make this run. So I, I'm in agreement with you that that's where I, I lean and think that he'll play more of his minutes at the four. So I, I like it. I, I like it. I think he'll be on the team. Now it's about finding your way in cracking the, into that rotation. Speaking of the rotation, Keith, we need to talk about the depth because while saying it sounds easy, easier said than done, there are a lot of players here on this team. They go 10 deep with the starters and then the next five, and we have to figure out the rest of the way how they're going to get these other players on the floor. We'll discuss what the uh, depth chart looks like right now, at least early on before training camp, and uh, see where some players like Reed and Bassey and others fit in to this entire thing. And, you know, by the way, we got to talk about, you know, Street Fighter, Furkan Korkmaz on the other side right here, Locked On 76ers. Welcome back to Locked On 76ers. Keith Pompey, 
Devon Givens. Keith, before we talk about the rotation and all and where guys fall into place, and we mentioned Furkan Korkmaz, how crazy was that story that they tried to roll on him behind the uh, in the back uh, after he leaves the floor, he gets ejected, three players plus the security personnel uh, basically jump and attack Furkan Korkmaz in the back hallways by the locker room. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, but um, you know what, man, like, they say that Furkan says they're passionate over there. Like I'm talking about over in Europe and this and that. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> I think it's just different, man. I, I do. I mean, I, I think, you know, it's weird because it's like, it's kind of like, you know, over there, everybody's playing for their country and they got that country, that pride, you know, oh, even down to like, when you talk, see some of the media members, like, you know, they're like rocking jerseys and, and, and things like that. So it's more of that pride. And I feel like, you know, in that instance, if it was over in the States and there was a Philadelphia police officer and it was like Boston and, 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 and the Sixers, the cops like, yo, we got to break this up. But over there, it seems like it was us against them. <laughs> it was like it was a Georgian police officer, like, yo, we want to get this turkey. Four dude. on one. <laughs> yeah, four on one, like, or whatever. You know what I mean? It was kind of like, so, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's just different, man. It, it, it really is. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that Furkan is fine. You yeah. Know, I'm glad that uh, he came back out the next game with, with a vengeance and made the next team suffer. But yeah, he was, um, off. <laughs> yeah, it was, but, um, you know, it, it's, it, it's, it's just how it is over there, man. It's different. It's different. Well, you talk about toughness from Tucker to uh, House and Melton and, and now Harold Furkan Korkmaz. Anything, any little dust up with the team, you count on Furkan and stick his nose in there and make sure his teammates are cool. Uh, and Philadelphia, it was good to see as much as people get on Furkan Korkmaz, it was good to people see, at least on social media from afar, standing up for Furkan and and hoping that he was okay, you know, in the midst of all that. But um, we need to talk about the depth chart, at least today after all these moves. I would imagine they're done now after this move with Montrez Harrell. I would imagine they're done. So when we look at things, the starting five, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, P.J. Tucker, Tyrese Maxey, and James Harden. Uh, I think we both agree on the next five, De'Anthony Melton, Matisse Thibel, George Niang, um, the Daniel House, and now Montrez Harrell. That's 10 deep right there. Easy, Keith. That's a good problem for Doc Rivers to have. Yeah, it is. But then also, like, I actually think they're 12 deep. I mean, I do. I, I also think that, you know, I, I think with all those defensive players on there that you can afford to pit. You know, before people like, well, we put Furkan on the floor. What is he going to do when, you know, if he's not not, not making shots? Well, you ain't got to worry about that. I mean, just come in and make shots, right? Um, if, if that happens, you know, you got defenders. So I, I add Furkan to that list, and I also add Paul Reed to that list. You know, I, I do. You know, there have been, you know, certain people who, who were saying, but well, I don't know about this. I don't know about that. Now, nah, I think that those are 12 guys that are going to play, you know, and all of them may not play in every game, of course, in the regular season or whatever. But I think that, you know, Paul Reed does give you something, you know, I I do. I I think he does. I also think that Furkan, you know, when, when he's hot, he can make a lot of shots a lot, 
you know, if he is. And and he is playing a great um, European basketball. We have a great summer playing over in Europe right now. So, you know, I, I think that, you know, doing that and you look at his size, that he can be someone who can come off the bench. His role would be just to come in, knock down shots, run the offense, do whatever he can. But um, I also think that, you know, Paul Reed is is someone that you just don't want to, in this third year, just sit idle on the bench. Now, again, I'm not saying he's going to get a lot of minutes, but I don't see him just, you know, going into games, sitting there like, okay, I don't even have to put on my game shorts because I know I'm not going to play. I just have on the sweats or the warm-ups. You know, I think that they got 12 deep. I think they're, the Sixers are 12 deep right now. Yeah, and I wonder how much we'll see Charles Bassey stay with the big club, stay active with the Delaware Blue Coaches, go down there, get some work in. Uh, just to stay active because Reed will get minutes from time to time. You know, Montrez Harrell will get minutes here with the team. And Corkmaz, as you mentioned now, especially playing with that second unit where he, you know, the, the ball handling responsibilities won't necessarily just be on him because of DeAnthony Melton staying on the floor with Tyrese Maxey, depending on how the minutes are staggered with Harden and, and Maxey there and always having one of them on the floor, but also trusting that they don't because Melton, house and you know are able to be able to handle the ball a little bit so this is going to be fun uh, to watch this training camp play out once it, it does in fact get underway at the end of september and see where guys fall in, in into uh the rotation uh for doc rivers he's got a he's got a busy one here it's a great problem to have as we mentioned with doc rivers and the coaching staff figuring out where these players do fall uh for the rotation uh, as we get ready for this season man it's it's, it's creeping up on us keith I think it's about 20 days away from them starting as they travel to South Carolina. So we're going to get started soon uh, with some more basketball content as things get underway of media day uh, on the 26th, I think it is. So that's uh, 19 days away for media day. So Keith, it was great to catch up, man, on this Wednesday. We hope everybody enjoyed this episode. Uh, we want to thank everybody for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We'll be back with you again tomorrow. Now make your second listen, Locked On NBA, Locked On Experts, and covering the biggest stories around the league every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. You mind letting them know where else they can catch up with this key? Like my man said, wherever you can get your podcast, it's free and available to get the Locked On 76ers podcast. If you want to get this uh, YouTube channel, Locked On 76ers podcast YouTube channel, Let's go to YouTube, type in Locked On 76ers, and once you get there, click on that Liberty Bell and you become a new subscriber, and we really appreciate that. But also, you can follow both of us on Twitter. You can follow my man D at DivineG975. You can follow me at on 76ers But make sure you see D twice a day or listen to D twice a day. So in addition to this podcast, you can follow my man D on 97.5. He has the Divine Giving Show that normally is from uh, 6 to 10, Monday tonight, through Friday. Tonight, tonight and tomorrow. 7 to tomorrow. And then, yeah, 7. It's 7 because on what day is that? That's Friday, is it? Uh, Wednesday and Thursday, we have uh, the specialty football shows. Yeah, yeah. From so, um, 6 to 7. And on Friday, we have another show from six to seven yeah. but i'm a part of that so six to ten 
on Friday. Yeah, so you yeah, you go make sure you follow my man D. And I'll be back from vacation next week. Next week, man. Next week. Next Tuesday. And next Tuesday, I'll be back. I'll be Sorry, back. I, I know. <laughs> nah, nah, it's all good. It's good. It's kind of like it's about that time, you know. Yeah. You know, little ones back at school and and and, and things like that. So it's yeah. time for me to come back to work. But uh, but yeah, yeah. So that's what y'all need to do, and I, and make sure y'all have a great day today. Well, I'm sure everybody missed Keith's work, so it'll be good to have him back next week. But make sure you enjoy the rest of your time off. During this time, Keith, as always, man, it's great to catch up. We'll talk later, man. Thanks. All right, brother. Peace. All right.